Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I'll be interviewing Rabbi Zalmi Heber, Shliach to Tacoma, Washington, on the topic of bringing the Rebbe to our community in a practical way. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Hatzvach in their Shluchim. It's my pleasure in the spirit of Isha Se'eyu So let me just begin with thanking our sponsors. I would like to thank Fosman Jewelers and the Smetana Group. Thank you for making the Shluchim podcast available to all Shluchim. But let's get right to it. Zalmi, I know that this topic is an important one, especially now, 20 years since Kimmel Kamos and the Rebbe is on all of our minds. And as Shluchim, we always want to be able to connect people in our community with the Rebbe, but there is a balance, and there's, of course, that fear as well as Shluchim have of not doing it too much or pushing anyone away because they're overdoing it. So I would like to talk to you about some practical ways of how you bring the Rebbe and connect people, make a cash with people in your community and the Rebbe. Sure. So, you know, I moved to Tacoma, Washington over 10 years ago, and I just wanted to, um, you know, bring up an episode that happened the first couple of weeks. We were trying to invite um, people to our Shabbos table to get to know the people, and there was one particular person I wanted to invite. He was very um, prominent in the Reform community. And he had a lot of influence on people. And Baruch Hashem, I got him to come to the Shabbat meal. And he happened to be from the Reform community. He was very pro-Israel. So the topic of Israel came up in the politics at the time. And he asked me my opinion. And I, like eventually, I kept on saying, you know, the Rebbe's opinion about this, about this, like Masaret, and giving back land. And I kept on quoting the Rebbe a lot, his opinion. And uh, after Shabbos, I got an email from him saying, you know, I really enjoy the meal and the food and the company. However, I was very taken aback by your by your by your approach that you quote everything for the Rebbe you don't have I thought I was going to meet somebody that has a mind on his own and think for himself and everything he did was quoting your your Rebbe I realized then that there is probably a better way to bring the Rebbe's opinion and the Rebbe's prayers to the people you know the Rebbe himself stressed many times that uh, to get a message across sometimes you could say Bishmi or not Bishmi be the message gets across so I started using different methods to you know, bring the Rebbe's image, Taya, and and uh, impact to people that never heard of Chabad, never mind never heard of the Rebbe. This is a very um, far flung corner to Tacoma, Washington. So you know, all my, in my sermons on Shabbos, my Shabbos rushes on Friday night Shabbos by day, which is somewhat of a you know formal capacity. It's a it's a lengthy Zasha, and I usually take it from the Shluchim Moses or from some emails that come from other Shluchim or from Rabbi Jacobson, whatever it may be. And if it has a word to the Rebbe. So I would present the thought, ask the question that the that the um, the sermon is asking on the tire show, whatever it may be, and then I would say, I heard a beautiful explanation from the from the Rebbe that really, you know, hits home and it talked to me personally, and I think it's going to have an impact on you. And then I would say the vart. So they walk away and they heard a beautiful vart. And they know it came from the Rebbe. So it's not so much the conventional way, you know, the Rebbe asks the question, the Rebbe says, and the Rebbe explains. But it was more, they felt like, wow, this is a beautiful vart. And who did it come from? It came from the Rebbe. So they start looking at the Rebbe as their teacher, their personal, their personal uh, guide and mentor. You do that for many, many years, people start realizing that they associate an inspiration with the Rebbe's Titus. That's one little thing where I, where I felt that I was able to improve and have an uh, effect. Zami, I remember hearing that you uh, that that somehow you incorporate the Living Torah, the Gem videos, into uh, one of your classes. 
um, or at the end of the class. Could you talk about that and how that came about and do people appreciate it? Yeah, so I um, I do a, a weekly class on Thursday evenings, you know, since I moved here in Baruch Hashem, you know, it's, it's a nice a nice little group, you know, for Tacoma, you know, a dozen or or so that's considered a nice group for me over here. And at the end of the class, um, it was a couple of years ago, and I was really thinking about it, if I should do it or not do it, and what the impact would be is to show the living Torah. And I just decided one time, I'm going to say, let's go for it. And I wanted to see the reaction. And the reaction in the beginning was, you know, people watched it. They wanted to know why I was showing it. And I said, you know, this is good, we'll do this on a weekly basis. And to make a long story short, fast forward a couple of years that we're doing it, people love it. They wait for the end of the class to watch the video of the Rebbe. They started appreciating the Rebbe on a personal level. Um, you know, we know that Rebbe had a, a, very, a very unique sense of humor. And we have seen them sometimes with, you know, chuckle when we hear something that the Rebbe said that we find funny or, or humorous. When you see your Balabatim hearing the Rebbe talk and then reading the reading the uh, the caption and then laughing at the places where you would chuckle, you know that they got the Rebbe. They, they understand the Rebbe now and they appreciate the Rebbe's humor. They appreciate the Rebbe's titus. And then they can't wait for the story at the end where they where they see somebody's getting somebody's life getting impacted. I remember a couple of weeks ago there was a, a to be continued of one week to the next and they gasped by the end of the class like, no, show us next week now just in case we're not going to come to class. And I think that's a very powerful tool because it brings the Rebbe to them in a very uh, real way. They see a picture. They see a video. They understand when I say in my, in my talk, the Rebbe spoke at a, a Fabringen, they know exactly what I mean, a Fabringen. They see when I talk about, you know, a rally, what a rally means. When I tell them about stories of myself when I was a kid at a rally, they understand what that means. Um, or, or just the Sunday dollars, what does it mean that someone got a bracha from the Rebbe and how it impacted them when they see all these stories by dollars in these videos. So that, I think, is a very powerful tool that I felt that um, in the beginning I was procrastinating if it should be, if it's, if it's going to work, and it definitely, it definitely, um, you know, has an impact. Zami, if I can ask you, the Shabbos before Yom the Pazah, do you make a special kiddush? Do you, and how do you and how do you in, in connect the people with the, with the message of what the Yom the Pazah is, where it's not just coming from you, but also that they 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 understand it as well. Right. So, so every week I send out a weekly email, like I call it an e-Torah. It's just an email with uh, all the advertisements, of the, class, the classes or the events that's happening that week, plus a you know weekly vote. So every week I look at the calendar and I look at the Yom Tov that week. If the Yom Tov that week, I will first of all send a link to Chabad.org that always has something on the Yom Tov whether it's Yitzvah, Yitzvah, Nissan, or other Yom Tovim. And then I'll say Kiddush sponsored in honor of the Rebbe's, you know, 110th birthday or the Rebbe's 60th anniversary of leadership or whatever it may be. And then I will announce it at the at the davenings that tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow or today, the Kiddush is sponsored in honor of the Rebbe's, you know, birthday. And then at the Kiddush, aside from the regular, um, the regular, um, you know, routine of saying a vart, and if someone responds to the Kiddush and, and, and for a yard site that him, he should speak, I would give a whole segment of the Kiddush between two songs dedicated to that Yom Tavagra. And the way I would start off is as follows. I would say, this week, you know, World Jury is celebrating the, the birthday of the Rebbe. And I say world jury because, and then I go on to explain to the people, if not for today's day, we wouldn't be sitting here and talking. And I explain to them why. Because the Rebbe was born, 
and that allowed the Rebbe to assume leadership of Chabad, and that allowed us to open the Chabad house, and we're sitting here today enjoying that that inspiration. So every day of the Pagra, whatever the name of the Pagra is, even if it's Yud-Bay's Tammuz, I would say, if not for Yud-Bay's Tammuz, the Friedrich Rebbe would have not made it out of Russia, and then we would have not came to America, and then we would have not had the Chabad movement, then we would have not had the Chabad houses, and not sitting here today. I'll always close in on that same Nekoda, that Ilhai Hav Yoyma, if not for this day, we would not be sitting here. And then what it does is to them, it's not, it makes it that we're not, I'm not just every day looking at the calendar and celebrating another Chesedah for myself, but it actually has to do with them. And then they should feel it, and they should feel the, the importance of that day. So I usually do that the Shabbos before, or if I don't have the opportunity before or after, but most times before, the Shabbos before. Beautiful. Again, in connection with Gimel Thomas, are you going into to New York? Yeah, I'm going to be going into New York, and so for every year, Baruch Hashem, I had the opportunity to go into New York. Every time I go into New York, I usually send out a community email saying that I'll be flying to New York either for the for the Shluchim conference, I'll say be joining my chalim, my colleagues to be together, and I'll be having an opportunity to go to the Rebbe's Oihel gravesite, and I would, you know, usually take the Chabad.org's standard nusach, and then ask them if they would like to email me a letter that I could take to the Rebbe to pray for them, and you'll be surprised. I get back a response from the most unexpected sources of people that you, you know, you don't have any ongoing shaykhs with them, or you never thought that they would be responding. They would respond, dear Rebbe, you know, please pray for my, and then they would go into detail. Uh, it's unbelievable what people would write and how they would address it. You know, thank you for sending out your emissary to our community and bringing light of Torah and mitzvahs to our corner. By addressing the Rebbe in a very real way, and it's very humbling to read sometimes those things and then print them out and bring them to the aisle. So that's something that you definitely want to do before you go to New York. It doesn't hurt to send a quick email saying, I'm going to celebrate the 20th year of the Rebbe, if anybody would like to send an email. And uh, I'm sure you all do that, but I find you know, more often than not, the responses are very positive and people, you know, really utilize that opportunity to send them a bracha to the Rebbe. Zamir, are there any last ideas that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic? Yeah, there, there was another thing I just want to mention, you know, um, people, you know, Shluchim are always wondering how much to push the Rebbe. You know, these people don't even know never saw the Rebbe and everything, and how much you push it in the in pictures and the videos. And, you know, when I built my shul, my Chabad house, so if you, anyone does not know, it, it's in the, it's in the look like the 770. So that in itself was for people to swallow that were copying 770. I packaged it, you know, in a very life and a But most importantly, when I go, when you go into my Chabad house, there's a beautiful big picture of the hanging. It's about a 20 by 30, and it says this Chabad house is dedicated to the Babich Rebbe. So when they come into show every single week, they're passing by a picture, they have a smiling at them, and they're seeing that this Chabad is dedicated to them. That constantly reminds them that this whole place is here because of their Rebbe. It's not like I'm here with an agenda to try to push the Rebbe on them, but it's only because of the Rebbe that we are here talking to them. And that, I think, um, you know, connects the dots, and then they figure out themselves what that means in their lives of how to explore more about the Rebbe or how to thank the Rebbe or how to, you know, be more connected to the Rebbe and everyone in their own way. And then I have in my Hebrew school, every single classroom has a picture of the Rebbe. My, my social hall has a picture of the Rebbe. You know, so I don't overdo it, but at least the kids should know 
if they're looking in the classroom, they could see a picture of the other, and they know and they associate it that their whole Hebrew school is only here because they're the sent us here. So with all of that, with the, the you're saying the the big picture of the Rebbe and the fact that you built the seven seventy and the picture of the Rebbe and all the rooms, people, have you ever had an experience where where someone was you know felt it was too much? Yeah, and I'll I mean, I'll end up with a story. You know, I had a, a soldier that um, got very close to us. Uh, we have an army base here, big army base here, Fort Lewis McCord Army Base, and he used to come to us. He was a, a, a Russian slash Israeli American, um, and he was serving here, single, and he started getting close to his Yiddish guys, and he started coming to our classes every single week, and and. Um, very good. He started taking on upon himself more and more until he started keeping Shabbos. He stayed spend Shabbos every single week in our house for two and a half years. Until this past summer, he basically um, finished the army and we sent him to Maharashtra Yeshiva. He became fully firm. Let his beard grow and his goal was that he was going to find the Shidduch and get married in Baruch Hashem. To fast forward, make a, make a long story short, found the Shidduch and Lagba Imer, this past Lagba Imer was his was his wedding, and it is I, one of the Balabatim here that got close to him. Uh, I couldn't go to the Hasana, so someone else went in our behalf, and he came back and he was explaining to us the whole scene. And he told me personally, he says, you know, I used to go to classes every single week for many years with, to, uh, to your classes, and at the end of the class, by the video part, a lot of times he would walk out. And one time I said, why don't you stay for the video? And he, so David, so he, he said that David told him, you know, he says, that part is the propaganda part. They're trying to push dread on you, but, you know, I'm okay with that. He says, I'm okay with just listening to the class. And he left. He says, it's so humbling and so beautiful to see a couple of years later how this David now went to, the, to, ask, to ask for a bracha before he got engaged. And when I, he says, when I went to New York for his wedding, he picked me up from the, from the airport, and we went to the oil together to Davin on the day of his wedding. And he appreciates so much now what the Rebbe has done for him in his personal life. So here you see it, how it can have an effect on somebody in a very real way. And you never know, even though you think you may be pushing too much, but it could really have a beautiful, positive impact. Thank you, Rabbi Zalni Heber, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlaka and approach to the concept of bringing the Rebbe to our community in a practical way. We really appreciate your time. My pleasure. And uh, the main thing is just give the Rebbe Nachas and... Thank you, Zalmi. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you know any Shluchim that are not on the list yet to receive the weekly Shluchim podcast, they can email me at rabbi at jewishflagstaff.com with the word subscribe. Make it a great week.